It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app, coming in from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. All kinds of college football action on it. It is a blast down here. Obviously, you can gamble as well, having a great time here. Coming up in a minute, I'm going to give the Eagles some free advice. It won't cost them anything. All you got to do is just listen. Which just, they should be doing li- anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, right? I mean, although hopefully Gannon's giving not out listening. nuggets here. Yeah, yeah, your guy might be a little upset. I know, it might be a little hurt. Yeah. Uh, so coming up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the Eagles something they can do that shouldn't be too hard, considering the circumstances that I'm going to put out there, um, that I think actually will give them a chance to help win the game on Monday I look night. forward to it. Okay, so that's coming up in just one minute. First, let's go back to the phones, go to Ocean City, and talk to our buddy Chris. Hey, Chris. All right. Enough of this timid, yellow belly. Thank you. I feel like Popeye in a room full of olive oil. Embarrassing. <laughs> Look, man, we have got the second-best odds in the NFC to reach the Super Bowl, and it's time to start acting accordingly. So I'm going to give you the case for why the Eagles are going to win and win convincingly. Love it. So just starting off generally, I think the Packers are worse than people think they're going to be this year, and I think the Lions are better. So put another way, I think the scores and the results of those two games week one aren't going to be nearly as surprising as they are mid-year. Second, you've got the Vikings coming off an emotional upset victory over a heated division rival going on the road into a primetime game that they don't typically perform well in in a stadium that's about ready to go off and be lit, all right? So then, third of all, I think that with people talking about playing zone and all that, please do. I cannot wait to see Jalen carve up his own defense like he did in that Jets preseason game. And I would take our skill position players as a whole when you include Goddard in that passing attack over the passing attack and the skill position receivers of Minnesota. And yeah. I think that our, our, the other thing is that even though the Eagles won, a large part of our team was embarrassed. Our offensive line was embarrassed. Our defensive line was embarrassed. And say what you want, but it's a prideful group with strong veteran leadership that isn't going to allow that to happen two weeks in a row. And I'm incredibly excited to see what our secondary can do, as well as our speedy linebackers, because I think you saw a lot of individual flashes last week, but they weren't playing together cohesively as a unit yet. Mm -hmm. So this game, I think, is going to be a coming-out party for both our our defense, and I think the narrative is going to start changing of are we going to give Jalen a contract to obviously we are 
just how much is it going to be. And the whole world's going to get to see it. And I can't wait, which is why yeah. I'm predicting 38-27 birds. Super compelling yeah. case, Chris. Great call. So I think, you know, I think he made some points that I, I think I, I disagree with a little. But, yes, good, good call overall. The point he made that I think is key, and we probably haven't talked about enough in the first hour, is like, yeah, this is going to be on Jalen. And we can debate whether that's fair, unfair. If the defense struggles, you know, that's not on Jalen. 100% true. But if Jalen, you know, if Jalen does carve up that zone tomorrow and they do score in the 30s and he does have a really good passing game, like, yeah, that's a coming out party for him. Prime time. They move to 2-0. and He won the first game for them. If they win in a shootout tomorrow, that would be another one. So as we watch Jalen's development and as we watch, like, his path to potentially being the franchise guy, Games like tomorrow are big checkpoints. They're just big checkpoints. A different defensive style than we saw in week one. Prime time. And also a good team. Like, whatever we think of the Vikings, I don't think anyone thinks, look, they're better than the Giants. They're better than Washington. Like, they're They're one of the playoff contending teams. They're one of the best teams left on the schedule. So, for a a franchise, I won't just say Jalen, but for an entire franchise that was 0 7 against playoff teams last year, watching Jalen lead the team to a win, however he does it, whether it's throwing, passing, whatever to a win on Monday night, I mean, yeah, that would be incredibly encouraging. And, I, and if that happens, yeah, then on, you know, they're, what, four favorites now? Mm-hmm. If they win on Monday night, I don't know if they'll be the favorites, but they'll be close because it'll, it'll they will clearly at that point, I think, in the eyes of many, be one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, and also they have the easiest path to a division title, which right. I think is part of what those odds represent, the easiest For way sure. to get to the playoffs and all that as well. Look, I also think he makes a compelling point about the matchups in week one in that, we heard it. We heard Jason Kelsey say it. We heard Nick Sirianni say it. We heard uh, Jalen Hurts say it in the locker room. We've heard players talk about it all week, that they were not satisfied with that win. They were disappointed with the way that all played out, that they have a lot to clean up, a lot of work to do and all that. The film sessions, all that stuff this week was not like, hey, we won. It was like, we need to fix this. The the Vikings beat the crap out of the Packers. You know, their, their number one rival, Aaron Rodgers, the whole thing, like, I guarantee you the Vikings are coming in smelling themselves at least a little more, I think, this week than the Eagles are. And I do think that matters, at least to a certain point. And I think those are fair points. And you're right that, look, in football in general, it's not always about the X's and O's, right? It's about where the game is on the schedule. Those are all true. I just haven't heard many people give me on the field reasons why the why why the Eagles can. Well, I, I think they're I more talented. Yeah, but right. I, but I mean, like in terms of again, I get like the whole the Eagles studied hard this week because they barely won. No, it's just one of many reasons. They're more talented. They uh, they have a head coach. You know, not a brand new rookie head coach. Kirk yeah. Cousins on the road in prime time. Like there are real on the field reasons. It's not just you know. Yeah. But I do think that other stuff matters. You know me. I'm a I'm a believer that football, more than any other sport, is a lot about what's going on. With the players, with the, mm-hmm. you know, it's about beating the guy in front of you. It's about believing you can beat the guy in front of you. It's about confidence, breeding confidence, all that. I mean, I think all that stuff matters with football. And I think it's about motivation a lot mm-hmm. of times. And I think that the Eagles are, are a little more motivated in this one. Yeah. And again, I don't think they're going to win. I, I don't think they have no chance. You know, like, I think that this is yeah, a game picked that them could. them to lose by three or whatever, yeah, right? Or yeah, seven. So it's something. Not- but regardless, I, again, and I hope, you know, people change my mind. I just haven't heard anything to change my mind in terms of, like, all these X factors, which I'm not saying don't matter, but to me they don't matter as much about the fact that nobody seems to think this defense is going to have a good game, and this team doesn't win shootouts. So, well, they just won one. What? They just won. Week. Yeah. In fact, they, the 2022 correct. Eagles. So they're one in 16. The 2022 in their last, Eagles this season have literally never won a game without a big shootout. So they will win. So I think guess. about it yes. that way. All right, uh, back to the phones in a sec. Quick, um, free advice for the Eagles. And I know that they normally don't do this type of thing or whatever, but. 
Um, I'm not sure if you saw it, Elliot, but uh, Hall of Famer Dick Vermeil yes. will serve as the honorary Eagles captain on Monday night at the Link. Vermeil will receive his Hall of Fame ring during a halftime ceremony. Super cool. Well-deserved. Super happy to see Coach Vermeil go in the Hall of Fame and all that. But here's what I would say to the Eagles. And Nick, put your ego aside, whatever else, whatever you were going to say, whatever. Let Dick Vermeil go in the locker room and talk to this team before mm. the game. So I have I went to the Otho Davis dinner last year, the you know, uh, former Eagles trainer, great charity, all that. And Dick Vermeil was the honored guest. And I got the I had the privilege of being in a room and hearing Dick Vermeil give a speech. And let me tell you, it was the most motivational thing I have ever seen in my life. Like I wanted to get up out of my chair and run through a wall. And it wasn't even about football, it was just about, you know, life and his the guys who play for him and it was like I was literally like uh, frothing at the mouth to mm. do something to support Dick Vermeule because I was in love with him because right. of, of, of being in the room with him. Dick Vermeule's in the building. Let Dick go in there and hype these guys up. I promise you. I promise you they will come out fired up. I think it's good advice. Now, I don't know how they much Dick Vermeule resonates but... with the majority of the roster, uh, that's but, a point. but I, but I think, think he's, a good, he's a good enough speaker that, that it doesn't matter. I, I don't, even if they didn't know his name, he could walk in there and get everyone in that, that room ready Look, to go. Look, it can't hurt. So there yeah, you go. I like it. Free good advice. free advice. Thank you. That's what I'm From hearing. James to the franchise. Let's go back to the Let's go to Florida and talk to our pal Jacob. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's up, man? I would absolutely love to talk about this defensive line. Um... I know I, I'm, this isn't like a Chris Slander point. I like his calls, but he said it's a prideful group with uh, veteran leadership. Last year, Fletcher showed tons of pride when he would follow up a disappointing one-tackle performance with an outstanding two-tackle <laughs> performance. Yeah, look, uh, uh, I, called, I get it. It's fair. I can't, I can't. I have no pushback on that. Yeah, and then it's just we've got Hargrave, who's half man, half a season. He's either going to be outstanding or he's going to be disappointing for seven games. And I just, with Brandon Graham getting older, uh, Rasheem said, you know, I don't want to base it off last season, um, you know, af- after one game. But it's like you said, Elliot, it's the same personnel. They're all a year older. Um, I think Hassan will eventually get into a groove. But, you know, Josh Sweat throughout his career has been a uh, kind of like a stat pattern. Boomer at the bust. He's like a boomer bust guy, it feels like. Yeah, he'll get you three against the Jets. But I'm not, I'm not completely convinced that he's going to show up big time, on, you know, in a primetime game. And, and Jacob, like, I think what you're saying is kind of why I I am where I am with it. Because, like, it's easy for the first, you know, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I hear people talk about, you know, they're motivated. And I agree with all those things. And I've done that a lot with the defensive line. Like, for season predictions, for weekly predictions. But then, most of the time, on Monday when we talk about the game, what we're talking about is kind of what Jacob just said, right? Like, before the game, it's a defensive line and it's a pass rush that's easy to talk yourself into. And continually... We do that, and then we watch them, and they don't get pressure. So I don't think they're going to get pressure on Kirk Cousins, and that feels like a major problem. Yeah, again, I would just caution indicting an offensive line based on what happened or defensive line based on what happened last year and facing what could be one of the you know three or four best offensive lines in football going up against a younger I, offensive yeah. line that isn't as prepared for it. Like Again, I, I, I get your point. I get it. I'm not... I can't sit here and say I have, I'm confident in the pass rush. It's definitely the, the biggest question mark on the team for me, you know, in tandem mm-hmm. with Gannon. 
But I also am not going to indict them after one week. Like, again, I, I don't think they were nearly as ready to play football as the Lions were. And they still won the football game. Right. And I think Gannon is not great. Like, I'm with you there. I get it. And I, But I, I think it's unfair to say that Josh Sweat is, is bad. Like he's a, Well, that's not what Jacob he's, No, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, but, like, they have guys. They have guys who have had success at the NFL level. They just have not done it well together, you know, for recently. 18 games. But again, it's a new season. Like, I, I get you're saying the 18 games thing, but it is a new season. And Hassan Reddick is here. And Jordan Davis is here. Mm-hmm. And Kaiser White is here. And Bradbury's here. That should allow them to get more pressure by sticking guys longer. Like, there are a lot of different things you can point to that should make it better or easier to get pressure. I'm not going to say it. They, they, and look, I'm not at, at any point expect them to be like a top five D line. Yeah, you or think anything. they're going to give over 30 points? Like, but I think that we are making the assumption off the after last week, that they're like a bottom five D-line, and I don't think that's the case. I, I don't know yeah, if they're I'm, bottom five. Sorry, Jake. Jacob, go ahead. No, you I was just going to um, say, I, just, I, I don't think that they're a bottom five defensive line, but ultimately, like, you saw where they were last year, too. So, where, where would you say, Jacob? I, I, bottom five, I mean, I, I think they're close as far as the bottom five as far as, like, actually finishing the sack. I think they can be better with pressures, but one thing that has really stood out to me is how he came on the... Uh, on the radio and said, you know, when we went into the draft process, I said, convince me Jordan Davis is a two-down player. And so far through one game, all they did was use him as a two-down player. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I, and Jacob, like, I, it's one no, no, but, but game. James, no, one, no one's pushing back on you that it's one game. But, but no, but we're making these these statements like, like that Jordan Davis so far through one game, through one game. No, no, no. Uh, yes. Right. Of course. You know it's one game. But, but, and again, he didn't, but like, none saying, of these guys played hard in the preseason. Like, I, again, I'm, I've said this to you for years now, and I think it is the single thing that we do, like, poorly as a, as a football analyst community here in Philadelphia is we overreact to the first month of the season when in today's, in today's NFL – the first month of the season is about getting your team ready to play football. Yep. As sad as that is, that's what the first month of the season is about. So I think if for the one game thing, right, I think you can look at Devontae having no catches and go, it's one game. Devontae had a, was really good last year, was their number one receiver, not going to be this year, but obviously a very good receiver. So I don't think anyone looks at one game with Devontae and goes, okay, that's a, that's a major red flag, right? But I think when you talk about it being one game, that's also predicated on the fact that, like, you have belief that the defense, A, is going to be better on Monday, right? And you don't have that belief. But also, B, like, it, they've never, like, as good as they were against certain quarterbacks last year and as good as I think they were overall, like, we've never seen them really shut down a really good quarterback. So, like, I don't see why anybody should go into tomorrow night, or I keep doing that, into Monday night and think things are going to be different. Let's go to South Philly and talk to Ryan. You're right. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Ryan? I'm a speaker there. First of all, I'm a real one, long-time pod listener, and I just want to – there we go. I feel like nobody's called it and said that in a minute. So I know. Appreciate right. it, man. I got a real, real simple reason for why the Eagles are going to win this game. Monday. All right. Okay? And it's because nobody expects it. Ooh. Okay, we've got – You see, we've Ryan, got, real quick, you're a real one. You know, now you're – this is probably the single best point yeah. in terms of for Elliott Short Parks. This is the most convincing thing anyone has said to him today. They are favorites, but yes, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, no well, one today has picked them. No yeah, one. you're right. But they're right. two and a half point favorites, which means Vegas has given them the Vikings at least a Correct. little something. Yeah. And I think I think Justin Jefferson. I mean, not not that he needs an excuse, but he came out and said that this is going to be a little bit of a revenge game. So I think even if Gannon gets it together, I think he's still going to light us up. Yeah, you but, know who wants look, revenge about Justin Jefferson? Me. <laughs> what has he got a problem with? He's doing fine do. in Minnesota. I want revenge. All right. Go we ahead. all do, but I can't imagine A.J. Brown is too thrilled people talking oh, like about that, that this week anyway. Like 
But hey, okay, but listen, Arif Hassan, who's been covering the Vikings for 10-plus years, said that he believes the number one weakness on the defense for the Vikings is going to show itself against a running quarterback. And this week they're going against who I believe is the best running quarterback in the NFL. It's all going to come down on Jalen Hurts once again. And I think this game's going to live and die by our guy who does his best when the lights shine brightest, you know, and that's Monday Night Football. Yeah, has Jalen won a primetime game? I'm trying to think. No, he hasn't played in that many. Really? Was the Saint the Saints game was four o'clock his rookie year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if he's been in a primetime game on Monday. He probably has. Oh, the, well, oh the, the tank game was Yeah, that was Sunday game, night, if I'm Which, not you know, he didn't. Right, yeah. didn't really count. But no, yeah. I, look, I do think Jalen's a primetime player. He's played in huge games in his career. I don't think he's intimidated by the stage tomorrow. Monday. Monday. Ryan. It I feels like they finally have a chance to be underdogs again. Even even if it's not in Vegas, it sure feels like that. It city, really so. does, Rye. And, and great call. Keep him coming. Thanks for being a real one. He's right to the point where, like, it is pretty crazy that, that you know, we came in doing the show today and you're like, I think they're going to lose. I was like, I think they win. Right. Boom. Nice, easy. Let's do that. But I really did think I, I could tell from the tenor of calls during the week that people were not as jacked up about it. And I did think we were going to get more people calling in saying the Vikings would win than normal. I was not expecting it to be this heavy, this dour. I mean, we just got a text where it's like, I'm, I'm depressed listening to the show today. <laughs> it is strange, but you know what? I appreciate the realism. I just think that people are overreacting to a bad week one performance by the defense. Again, in a game they won, and in a game where Elliot Shore Parks even said if they just make some tackles, they probably win by 20. But, but I don't think it's overreaction to one game because you've been down on the defense, you know, all last year, right? All season. It's really like in you know what 18 months of you being down on the defense so i get what you're saying it's one game with this exact roster but again i can't hammer this home enough even you don't think the defense is going to be good tomorrow no, i think they you just think it. the offense is going to win the game yes. so we don't even really disagree with the defensive <laughs> concerns for some reason this my, is no my biggest thing with the defense i agree with you and again i'm not defending the defense against minnesota i think they win a shootout what I'm saying is I don't think that just because the defense is bad early in the season means they will necessarily be and bad. I agree with you season. on that. Like when we do this show for week seven or eight, who knows what we'll say. I'm just saying I don't see a reason from last Sunday to this Monday where I expect the defense to be considerably better. Even no. the tackling. Why would I expect the tackling to be better? It's only week two, right? So if they tackle poorly if they get penalties and if they do the same scheme where they don't get pass rush. J- Good luck, Jalen. You know, well, like you're gonna have to I score a lot of points. I think Jalen is gonna score a lot of points. You do. And the yeah. Eagles are gonna win. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get in now. Eagles Vikings Monday night. Where you come down on this game? We're coming to you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And let me tell you about the Bet Parks Sportsbook Casino app. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with us now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. College football, pro football. You can bet the birds every single week. Bet on Penn State, bet on Notre Dame, Georgia, all your favorite college teams. There's live in-game betting that lets you bet on the action as it happens. Wild line swings, real opportunities to make money with the live in-game betting. Just download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. New users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. A $750 risk-free bet. Risk-free bet is your fun insight, credit, sportsbook, and casino, all in one amazing app. Bet on more than the score. You can bet on player performances. Who's going to score touchdowns? Who's going to have the yard yardage totals? All that good stuff and more. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together right in your pocket. Join me and Elliot with Bet Parks right now. Two more segments to go for us. Go Birds Radio coming to you from the Sportsbook at Parks Casino brought to you by the 
Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Rob Ellis coming up next. We'll try to get to as many calls before we get out of here. Eagles, Vikings, who's going to win on Sunday night? Let's keep the real ones roll. Go on and go to Texas and talk to our pal CJ. What up, Siege? Man, what's good? What's up, uh, Flipper? <laughs> Man, it's got, so CJ, I got to ask, like down there in Texas, are Cowboys fans just freaking out about Dak being out, or what's what's the mood down there? Oh yeah, they uh, they sound worse than this podcast today. Not you guys, but just <laughs> all week long about what can't happen, what's not going right. to happen. So it's, it. it's, it's, it's music to my been, ears, CJ. It's been a great week for me walking around. Oh, I'll so, bet. Hey. Puff that chest out a little bit. But I'm gonna say this: it's just depressing just to see. Okay, we talked about, hey, the Eagles got the second best chance of what that's what they printed about going to Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. We either have people that are overconfident or people who are scared. Mm-hmm. I'm that's a real point. about what I think what, what goes on. So that's why I don't like to move up too, up too high, up too far down. But I'm looking at this. If we're where we're at, Minnesota's right there with us. Not a real Super Bowl contender. But on paper, they got great players. I'm looking at them and saying, okay, well, they got – our defense is looking just like our defensive coordinator. That's why we were saying with hey, Elliott, we don't believe in him because he doesn't – what he's doing and making a defense do, we can't believe in it. I'm looking at – we got Vic Fangio around our team yeah. the whole offseason. Why wouldn't you add him to the team? Please. Why wouldn't you From add him to the team? your lips to God's ears, CJ. Yes. Even if you don't want him to take over, it's a thing where it's like, okay. I mean, maybe he doesn't want to. He can maybe, bring. But then bring him in as a consultant right. or whatever. Like, have him involved. Like, any help you can get from smart people who've called a lot of great defense in the NFL. And I think I think Gannon has infected the defensive line. That passive, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to bend, not break. No, you got to release. You got to release him and say, hey, get out of the quarterback. This is what we do. No matter what else goes on. Go after the quarterback. But Get I think he did that mouth. last week. Like, he had Reddick drop uh, – sorry. He had Reddick go after the quarterback a, a ton. Yeah. No, no, but I'm talking about – you're he, talking about the mentality of the defensive line. Like, Reddick, to me, last week, he went after the quarterback a ton. He just didn't get there. Okay, but the rest of the defense is used to what Gannon was it last year. And look, and you even said earlier that it seems like the corners are allowed to choose if they want to play off. Like, it just seems like there's a real passive vibe to the defense, the way he coaches the defense. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could be right about that and the fact that they're but, – but, like, we were also, as a, as a media and fan base, for years mad that Jim Schwartz gave up huge calls, huge plays. And I know it, it doesn't have to be one or the other, but there are upsides to this defense versus the more aggressive-style defense. Yeah, and as far as the offense is concerned, I think we're going to run the ball. I think we're going to be successful running the ball. I do too. Now, I, I do look at it and say, okay, because we got tweeners on the linebacker court that – they could. They got a pretty decent defensive offensive line. They could blow us off the ball. But then, guess what? That's where you take that person that we're saying is the two-down rush stuff or run stuff and put him yeah. in the game and just tell him, hey, just eat. Just eat. Unless he gets tired. So, I mean, I'm, I'm picking us. Even oh. if it's a close game, I'm picking us. I'm never coming to the thing and saying, hey, I'm not going to pick us. I wear green all day, so I'm like, why am I going to pick some other team over me? Even if I think it's unrealistic, I'm picking us. I'm Love not going to turn around and CJ. say, hey, Kirk Cousins is going to just go out here and demolish ah, even CJ. though he got a good record. Love you, buddy. Great call. I will take all uh, all the, the wins I can get. Now, that one I felt less confident about the people who actually believe it. But I was going to say, it. have we had anybody call in, I guess maybe Chris from Ocean City, but that wasn't just like, well, I think they're yeah, going to win because why R- would I pick Ryan, against them? Ryan, the real one in Philly, he he, okay. he felt very confident. It was, it's him and Chris have been the two most confident they're going to win. And then we've had a couple like, eh, I'm going to pick him. Right. So CJ said, uh, you know, 
he's here is people that are scared, right? Well, he's, no, what he said was really interesting. It's like people are either overconfident or scared, and there's no in between. It does feel right. like there is a very, you know, kind of... But, but I, I just think, like, and maybe I'm just quibbling with the word scared, but, like, there are real reasons to think they're going to lose this game. This isn't, like, people that thought... The people that thought they were going to lose the Lions, to me, were, like, overreacting scared, mm -hmm. right? But oh, yeah, I, I think this with this, a, like... Look, it's yeah. a two-point line yes. for a reason. By the way, coming up next, Rob Bellis and Devin Caney. Okay, Twice there we go. is nice. Very so, nice. Thank you, Dan Wilson, correcting me on that. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Germantown and talk to our Paul Robert. What up, Robert? Hey, guys. Fun listening to you for the last hour and a half as I'm out here enjoying the sunshine and you're in your... Your nice uh, bunker. <laughs> That's right. We are we are sitting next to the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Parks Casino, loving it. But you can see all the games. I envy you that. I wonder yes. how they're how they're yes. doing. For what it's worth, there uh, seems like a lot of blowouts, Robert. So it doesn't seem like you're missing too much. Yeah. Well, so anyways, I grew up. My favorite team was the Minnesota Vikings because Bud Grant had come down from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, right? And they got the Super Bowl four times. Mm -hmm. And the key thing that I learned starting out with the Vikings. He had a defense called the Purple People Eaters, right? And their their defensive line, Carl Ella, I remember, Jim Marshall, I remember, Alan Page. If you get the fourth guy, maybe you guys can remember who it was. But they did the right thing. They put pressure on the quarterback by themselves. They didn't really blitz much. They didn't have yeah. to. They got, they got there. So watching Detroit, I mean, one thing that's certain about Jeff Goff in particular, he doesn't like to be pressed. None of them do. Aaron Rodgers, none of them. So yeah, I, no I'm quarterback the, likes having pressure on them. Yeah, and I just I just don't see the Eagles. I'm with you, man. They're, if they don't get the heat somehow on the quarterback, Cousins, he's going to carve them up. He just is. That's yeah. just what happened last year. It's going to happen again this year. As you know, I'm not a fan of Sirianna either. But, well, you know, let's see. Who am I picking? For nostalgia reasons, I guess the Vikings. Cause, uh, <laughs> well, it seems like you're both nostalgia yeah, and, and you actually think they're going to win, Robert. Not just nostalgia. Well, if we had to, if we had to pass rush those early Minnesota Vikings had, I'd be wow. much more enthusiastic. Yeah, you know? I want my my front four to dominate, guys. Well, and look, and, and good call. I, I agree. They there is no question that without a front four getting pressure, it makes it a lot harder. And you know, I'm, I'm not expecting the no. people eaters anytime soon in Philly. That would be but, surprising. Um, in terms of when the Eagles have the ball, uh, we talked a lot about how Jalen against his own defense, that'll be another good test for him in his maturation process, seeing if he can do it. They will play a lot of zone. A.J. said, A.J. Brown said yesterday they try to minimize the big plays um, and play zone. But as much as I think when they have to throw the ball, clearly that's going to be a test and they're going to have to do it. Like, it is one of those games, too, where if they come out and run it more than they throw it, I think there's, there's logic in that for a couple reasons. A, the Vikings aren't great against run. But B, it's their biggest weakness, really. Yeah, yeah and, and also and B, keep the offense keep off the, the field. Keep the Vikings' offense off the field. So tomorrow could end up being a game where, look, there's going to have to be big plays. There's going to be big plays where Jalen has to throw third and longs, those type of things. But for Jalen, really, what it is for for Monday night, what I want to see from him is a like no turnovers. You know, read the zone correctly, take care of the ball. Those don't give the Vikings offense extra chances. But B, I don't need to see, you know. Long drives. Uh, yeah, more than, I, I don't yeah. need to see 300 yards and four I'm touchdowns. I just need to see him be smart with the ball. And when they, that's what he did against Detroit. When he had to make throws, he made them. And yep. that's what you need. He, they need on Monday night. Let's go to Wisconsin, talk to another real one. What up, Trey? How you doing, brother? You know, it's the real one, boys. <laughs> Let's go. What I, up, Trey? Uh, I'm feeling a little nostalgic myself, but not because the Vikings. Uh, Thursday night football against the Panthers, the year we won the Super Bowl. For some reason, I'm getting like vibes from that game. I know, you know, we were like what five and one, 
that, that made him five and one, yeah. And that was the yeah. game. To your point, I think that was the game where we all started to be like, yeah. "Oh, wow! Like this, this could be different this year." And that's kind of how I feel about this game. Obviously, it's a little bit earlier, but you know, there's a good chance we might be, you know, one of two undefeated teams yeah. by the end of this game. You know, um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Seltzer here. I mean, I, I hate to disagree with Mr. Wright, but <laughs> it's, well, some call it's, some call Seltzer that, so maybe you are agreeing with Mr. Wright. <laughs> I think the I think the key to this one, really, honestly, obviously the offensive line is going to play a lot better. You know, you know they're not going to get blitz as much. I mean, their heads were on swivels last week. We'll just disregard that. But if they play a little bit better, you know, we got to get some guys involved. Quez needs to be more involved. Devontae needs to be more involved. If we can get those wide receivers involved, we're looking good. If, if if you take out their best player and our best player on offense, you know, and just you know, you know, take out those, you know, out of the equation, right. you know, we got to get our guys involved. Thanks, boys. Yep. Great call, Trey. And, and he's right. Look, I, I think that you know the, another area where the Vikings are, are deficient is is they have not had good corners for a while, especially yeah. once you get past their top corners. So well, AJ, there's opportunity there. AJ was talking this week, and he was like, I've never gone against Patrick Peterson. In my head, I'm thinking, like, man, that's a great matchup for A.J. Brown at this point of Patrick it's Peterson's It's a great career, one. You know? I mean, Patrick yeah. Peterson is definitely towards the end, of, uh, 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 let's uh, say. A hundred percent, yeah. So, look. To me, it just comes down to how high can the Eagles get in points, right? Yeah. Like, well, that's why I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to Cape May and talk to John. Hey, Johnny. Guys, how are you? What's up, John? How you doing? Good. Good. So real, real quick, guys, let me ask you a question. I have the Eagles' best interest. I really want them to win the Super Bowl. If you had a, if you had a, um, if you had a pick between from talented as a talented quarterback. Between say Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, and Jalen Hurts, are you you're and just you had to pure put him, talent? You had to put are you saying talented as a quarterback? Okay. Quarterback talent. You had to pick those three and put them in order. How would you put them in order? Um, I'll go first. I think Vick is one, in my opinion. Okay. Um, okay. So I think Lamar is two, but I don't think right. it's as big of a gap. Like. I don't know, man. Like Lamar is really good, but I don't know about a passer. I think he can be Jalen. Jalen can be better than Lamar, and I think in some ways Jalen okay. is a better runner than Lamar. So I think Vic is okay. number one, and then tighter two and three. I would agree okay. with what Elliot said, and I, look, I think the thing with Hurts too, and I know like people, you know, joke about it and all that, but I do think that when we're talking about, there's a difference between just talent and being a quarterback mm-hmm. and i think all mm-hmm. the intangible stuff all the leadership stuff all the getting guys to believe in them stuff does matter right. you know so when no, I, I, you know I, that would be I part agree. of my equation i agree can i make one more point sure, though go for it, it, you yeah, don't mind yeah. no, okay no. thank you guys um and i do appreciate the time um yeah. his arm is not as good as either one of those we, we i think we can agree on yeah, that i agree with i would that. agree with yeah. that for sure the, 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 the problem I mean, obviously is not Vic. he, I mean, he, Vic does, is he doesn't all time he doesn't lead the receiver he doesn't throw the receiver open. He's not confident as a passer in his ability. And I'm hoping that comes with in time. But, my guys, you said it, and I believe you're right, and I agree with you. If he, Vic and, Vic and Lamar Jackson, never won, will never win a Super Bowl and will never go to the Hall of Fame. If Hurts is not as talented as those well, two, again, John, why would I? Why would well, I? Well, think? Again, John, to the point I just made, I don't think that talent is the only thing that goes into thriving at that position. Like, 
the, Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick, right? Like, just physical abilities, all that stuff. He was a sixth-round draft pick for a reason. Like, obviously, that was wrong. He's the best to ever do it. Like, it's not just about arm strength. It's not just about mobility. It's There's a lot, a lot of things that go into making a great quarterback. Well, and I actually, in some ways, and he's 23, too. Look, like, Vic probably won't make the Hall of Fame, but I think – you know, he's not, he was not a Hall of Famer. No, he's but. not, but I'm talking about, you're talking about like the history of the game. Vic he's certainly, to, yeah, yeah. And Vic was a great player. And know? I also think to say Lamar will never win a Super Bowl, I yeah, wouldn't I, bet I, on yeah. it, but I don't I, think that's factual. Agree. Well, either. Again, Lamar so. won an MVP. You know, it's yeah. hard to, I, I, I like, I think Jalen's ceiling as a quarterback is actually higher than Lamar's, like, like long term. But, I mean, Lamar won an MVP. I can't say that Hurts is there yet. I well, mean, you know, so it's a, it's a weird one. And he said something, too, that Jalen doesn't, you know, throw guys open. He doesn't hit them in stride. He did last week. Yeah, you, you know, were, that so, was like one like, of your biggest yeah, takeaways. He definitely did last week. Now, he needs to prove it more. I'm not going to sit here and say he can definitely do it every week now. But he did do it last week. So, I, I, I think sometimes you make this point a lot. Like, we underestimate how high Jalen's ceiling is. I know he doesn't have, like, a bazooka for an arm. He doesn't have that Vic arm. But his ceiling is incredibly high because of what he can do as a runner and what he can do as a leader. Like, lots of quarterbacks have great arms. Look at Zach Wilson. He has a great arm. Mm -hmm. I would never want Zach Wilson nope. as my franchise quarterback. I mean, quarterback. Richie talked about Jeff George this week. Had maybe the greatest arm we've ever seen at the position. But the guy didn't give a crap about it and didn't want to be great and didn't care about being a leader and, and would beg out of practice and all mm -hmm. that. And he didn't have a good career, but he literally had the best arm we've ever seen. Yeah, and I think two callers ago, it might have been Trey in Wisconsin that said this, but comparing it to the to the Panthers game, it is similar to that in the way where if they win the game. The, st the stakes will change. It, it's like, okay, they're legit. Yep. Like, if they can overcome the weaknesses they have now and still win on Monday night against what I think is a good Vikings team, it'd be incredibly impressive. Yeah, it really would be. And it's a really exciting game. And, and I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun one one way or the other. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go for us. We're going to try to get to as many calls in that last segment as we can. After that, Rob Ellis, Devin Caney talking more birds i'm sure it's elliot it's james from parks casino and sportsbook we're coming right back all right last segment for go birds radio from parks casino and sportsbook we'll get to as many calls as we can rob ellis devin caney coming up next let's go to orange county and talk to joey b what up joe yo what up my brother how are what you up? good how to you talk doing, to you again buddy yeah yeah hashtag detox hashtag auto download love it man. hashtag hero that's Everyone, what i'm saying joey take your phone out go birds pod <laughs> Auto download. Auto download. Yeah, that's correct. Exactly. Beat Dallas. Always beat Dallas. Dallas yes. sucks. Dallas sucks. Yeah. You're correct, sir. James is um, loving yeah, this. Yeah, Joey, best call of the day so far. What's on your mind, pal? <laughs> well, and the, the harsh part is actually, well, it's weird because I agree with both of you. Ooh. Um, but, <laughs> like, as you guys know, I like I said 12 to 13 wins last year, right? Yep. That was my prediction for yeah. the season. Yep. But I am worried about this one. Um. I think we can win it. However, we think if the defense continues to break down, if they don't, if they can't tackle, it's going to be ugly. If, yeah. the de if the defensive line can't penetrate, then it's really going to put a strain on the on the DB. And so that is where like my biggest issues come in. If I yeah. had to bet on this game, I wouldn't be betting on it. Like I just, I just I, wouldn't feel confident yeah, about it. I, I I get it. I get it. I think it's fair. And, and again, look, there's a yeah. tough matchup from a skill position player perspective you know you're not gonna face much better this season than the combination of justin jefferson dalvin cook and adam thielen like and kirk cousins I mean, yeah kirk right. cousins is a good three, quarterback good quarterback yeah. is solid good enough right. and certainly for the things we're talking about is kirk cousins a quarterback who if you can't get pressure on him will pick you apart absolutely i also think and let's get this on the record and uh joey i'll get your opinion on this too if they win yeah. 
it counts as Jonathan Gannon beating a good quarterback, right? Obviously, if it's like 47, 37, yeah, that's Yeah, if they win, like, I say 34, 31, no. Right, but, but, but it, yes, it is, if they it is shut beating down a good Cousins, quarterback. I will give it a, it, beating a solid to good quarterback. I yes. think he qualifies as Yeah, good. I would say it's like beating, good. like, a, a, a B. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah, he's a yeah, B. It's not a top 10. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, but he's like, Correct. you know, 13, 15, Better than 12. Daniel Jones. Yeah. And, and just yeah, like, from, you know, yeah. I mean, a couple other people have said, like, I mean, Detroit is, I think, like, I mean, and James, you said I mean, yeah. Detroit's going to be a better team than people I think back. so, too. And and it did not surprise me that, you know, our defense was not ready because of, you know, the softness of the, the preseason, which I also appreciated. So that's me where too. it's, like, some conflicting. But, you know, Detroit, uh, the defense let down. Detroit came back. But a win's a win. So, you know, it's all that complication. It really but is. I, our receivers should destroy that defense. Yeah, yeah, so, that's where I think our, our best opportunities are going to come, where, you know, I think all three of our boys are getting over 100 yards. I love this. Joey, keep calling. Great call. Um, all and three over 100. Wow. I am not quite there. I mean, who's I, the third? I guess Goddard. Goddard, Devontae. That's what I assume. Yeah. Goddard, Devontae, and AJ. Um, 215-592-9494. His point there, though, I do think that um, that with the um, – I just lost my point. I can I see it in Elliot. your eyes. You know what's so funny? I saw you talking, and ah. I thought to myself, James doesn't know where he's so going. So this just that. happened, Elliot, on the pod yeah. that we just recorded. There's nothing worse. Nothing worse, nothing especially worse. on the radio. On the pod, it's bad, but yeah. the whole tri-state area can, you know. Yeah, you know. now everyone knows that I I forgot the point. It's okay. You know, it's it's all right. I'm going to try and think of it. In the meantime, we're going to go to Alex in Oregon. What up, Alex? How's it going? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, what's Great. up, Alex? I'm a, a long-time listener. I was overseas uh, listening to you guys. It got me through a lot of years teaching over there. Wow. Thank you, man. That's the, uh, Ellie and I always say, like, hearing people say that wherever they are, and especially overseas, like, that we can help keep them connected is, like, always the best compliment we can get. So yeah, thanks, thanks for finally calling, man. you got to call in more and often. Then, then Elliot had the crap take on the European games being bad, but they were prime time for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, I don't have I don't have any confidence in the Eagles like defense this weekend because I think the offensive line isn't that great. I mean, the defensive line isn't that good. We don't have and we don't have any thumpers, so I don't think we're that aggressive. But the reason why I think we'll win is primarily Kirk Cousins. Ooh, I love this two spinning and, this around on Elliot two, right here. Two, well, Kirk Cousins has been really nine. good against the Eagles, but two and nine on primetime games. Yeah, Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like a six and three or six and two against the Eagles, though. Probably more than that. They've not played in prime time. You're talking no, no, I'm talking trade. overall. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's got to be more than that. Yeah, they've been playing him since like 2017 right. yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then my last uh, real one take is that I missed uh, Barchard on uh, the Oakland or the Raiders game last year because he would have been livid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alex, we I think pre- a lot of people are upset after. Yeah, that game. and we appreciate. Thanks, sir. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. We appreciate you listening overseas and all that. That is. I don't remember cool. saying I didn't like the overseas games. I don't even remember what that was about. Yeah. I mean, it was a while ago, but yeah, well, I liked them. Yeah. I'd fun when I went. I would go again. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. I think that, I, look, I didn't like it as much with the Eagles playing overseas, but I liked the idea of waking up and having football immediately. Yeah, but it, I will, it was cool when they went overseas. Totally. Yeah. Let's go to Downingtown and talk to Tom. Tommy. Hey, guys. How you doing? James. What up, Tom? What up, man? How you doing? Every day's a good day. Two things. One tactical, and I don't think Kevin O'Connell is going to outlead his team over Nick Sirianni. That's number it's a, it's one. A good point. It's a good point. Uh, second year, you got to you got to get it together. Uh, number two, I got this feeling. I remember the NFC Championship 
what, five years ago? Yeah, and buddy. the Vikings are going to walk into the link. And, you know, after we barely survived after the Falcons, and it was a dunk. And mm-hmm. after the first quarter, Vikings did. So you got to hit them, and you got to hit them hard in your hometown. When you win the toss, you take the ball. Because wow. your offense is way better. I actually don't disagree. I think my bigger point. Tom, I'm generally big on deferring. I generally think it's the right decision. I am 100% with you. That crowd is going to be frothing at the mouth. And the worst thing you can do is hand Kirk Cousins the ball and let him just walk down the field. Like, give Jalen the ball. I think it's a great point by you, Tom. If you win the game, or most of the game, if you make them think they can't beat you in the first half, who cares who gets the second half? And if Nick Sirianni let Kevin O'Connell, a rookie coach, this is like the Falcons game last year when Nick Sirianni went out and outcoached the guy who supposedly was the better. Anyway, yeah, Yeah. good, good deal. James, you're right. EST, I remember talking to you down in Charlotte last year, and the Eagles were losing going (laughs) into the third quarter, fourth quarter. I think it's going to be one of those types of games. Love Take it. Take care, man. Tommy, good call. Calls again. Uh, yeah, well, look. That 2017 Eagles passers isn't walking through that door on Monday No, night. I don't think it no. is. I don't think it is. But I think it's going to be really fascinating to see how they do against a worst offensive line in a game against a, a good quarterback. Yeah. And I remember what I was going to say from before. How about that? Can't, can't wait. Talking to about the Lions game that, that Jared Goff, well, you know, we joke about Goff. and Oh, Goff's terrible. And he's not good. He's competent. Like, Jared Goff, if you don't get pressure on him, yeah. we'll find people to throw the football to. Like, he's not he's not he's Daniel not Jones. He's not yeah. Garrett Gilbert from last right. year. These backups. Like, Jared Goff is competent, at least. And he made good throws, for what it's he worth. In like, that that's now, he missed, now he missed a few. Sure. But, yeah. but still. So, all right. Um, thank you to everyone who called yes. in today. We literally could not do the show without you. Amazing turnout. So many real ones today. I know. Auto downloaders, you're all our heroes. Yes. We love you so much. Uh, thank you to Tahir Hood doing a fantastic job on site. Dan Wilson, our neighbor, our new neighbor, Danny yes. Wilson. We're going to have some fun in our neighborhood with Dan. That'll be fun. Great, great job behind the glass today. Elliot, uh, final word? Yeah, I think the Eagles lose. Okay. Well, that was a bad final word. Here's, yeah. here's my final word. Eagles win. There it is. Go Birds. How about that? All right. And here's my real final word one last time. Let me tell you that the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app is everything you want in digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with me, with Elliot, now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we recommend. College football, pro football. You can bet on it all. Bet on the birds every week. Bet on Penn State, Notre Dame, Georgia, all your favorite college football teams. You can do live in-game betting, which allows you to bet on the action as it happens with wild swings and wild big opportunities to make money download the app in the app store google play store or at betparks.com new users can make their first bet risk-free up to 750 dollars a 750 dollars risk-free bet your risk-free bet is refunded in site credits sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app bet on more than the score you can bet on player performances like who's going to score touchdowns how many yards someone will have and so much more it is a blast the bet parks sportsbook and casino app where odds bet slots and games all come together right in your pocket join us right now with bet parks